Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday the 3rd of August and as always with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right well let's kick things off. It is just after 11 o'clock on Thursday and we have another saggy, soggy day in the ASX, down 64 points or 0.87 of a percent, slipping below 7,300, 72.90.5. We did open at 73.46.3, but that was the high of the day. We are currently around three points off our low of the day, but certainly once again, it is a continuation of yesterday in terms of the market overnight. Of course, we did see US markets. Uh, very floppy on the back of that uh, somewhat surprising downgrade by Fitch, given that S&P did downgrade the US credit rating uh, some 10, 12 years ago. Uh, but Fitch did set the cat amongst the pigeons to some extent. Dow Jones falling 348 points, or just over, or just under rather 1%, and the Nasdaq down 2.2%. We do have Apple and Amazon results in focus tonight, and of course, at the end of the week on Friday, we do have the US jobs number, the biggie. So another piece in the jigsaw puzzle. But certainly at the moment, that did look as if it was an excuse for US investors to take money off the table. And certainly yesterday with our 96 point fall in our market, there was quite a lot of money being off taken off the table there. What was interesting as well yesterday was we did have a very, very elevated level of buying in the BBOZ, which is that uh, ETF which is geared to falls in the market. Quite extraordinary volume, really. Uh, Usually we sort of putter along at uh, 10, maybe on a good day, maybe up to $25 million worth of BBOZ being traded in recent times. But yesterday there was a huge $41 million in terms of numbers traded. In terms of value, of that BBOZ, 136.8 million. That is a big, big number from that. So obviously that 96.4, there was uh, 327 trades yesterday, which is uh, quite extraordinary. And it looks like some big trades as well going through. So certainly something to bear in mind there is a number of players are getting set for maybe potentially further uh, downside to come, or maybe just taking some protection in terms of reporting season, which is fast approaching us. As far as uh, today goes, though, as I say, we're down around 60 points. And, of course, it is the big stocks taking the big hits. There is very few patches of green in the screen, although we are seeing a little green in the likes of Telstra. Uh, Obviously, defensive bias there, very much focused on local and uh, domestic issues. Telstra's up 0.4 of a percent. We've got Woolies and Coles also doing better today, up 0.4 and 0.6% respectively. Uh, But the rest of the market is kind of in the toilet at the moment. We've got CBA and the banks down around 1%, although Westpac down around 0.6. So that's slightly better. Macquarie slightly better than the rest of the market, down 0.7%. But uh, we are seeing falls in resources again. Uh, Not too bad in consideration of where the market is, but BHP down 0.8, Rio down 1.3, Fortescue down a percent, gold stocks easier, 
and we are seeing some selling in the oil and gas space as well as crude did come under some pressure. Uh, where we are seeing some pressure as well is in the tech space and we're seeing the likes of the old school platforms, the likes of REA are down 2.3%, Seek down 1.6% there and uh, Zero falling 3.5%, uh, WiseTech down one8 Of course, both of these have run pretty hard in recent times. So inevitably, there is always going to be some profit-taking in some of these. So uh, today, once again, it is risk-off. People really not prepared to, uh, to be too brave at the moment. The healthcare sector even under a little bit of pressure as well today. In terms of announcements out this morning, uh, we did get a positive uh, drill... Uh, announcement from uh, Bellevue Gold. Uh, the stock's up 1.7%. Also, we have seen uh, selling in Link after their numbers out this morning, and uh, that is uh, part of it. EDI also taking a hit today. EDI Downer flagging a $550 million write down after what they call a challenging year. Well, I think that's probably an understatement. Uh, Promedicus uh, down as well today after hitting all-time highs. And Janus Henderson down as well. Uh, they had their results out this morning uh, with the quarterly number there. So that's certainly of interest in there. Link Administration is expecting its full-year group revenue of $1.23 billion, which is up 4.5% on the year but it will plunge to a bottom line loss of $418 million in the 12 months to June 30 because of one-offs and provisions stemming from the exit of that really troubled UK business. In other news, the ASX has appointed the former ASX or ASIC chairman Alan Cameron to lead its new clearing and settlement advisory group, a new one, that'll be good fun. And United Malt uh, has cleared a hurdle with the uh, souffle or Malteries souffle bid there, uh, which is five bucks, uh, the ACCC will not conduct a public review of that. So uh, some good news potentially for United Malt Group. Looking across to uh, Marcus today's specific issues today, and Henry's take just a little look at a stock called Ordinate, which uh, came up for discussion in the uh, Osbiz Investment Committee episode, which does look as if it was slightly edited as it took out some of my rant. Uh, but Ordinate uh, results due later this month, obviously. Uh, just a little bit of a deeper dive into that one. They have an audio-visual product called Dante. It has been at the forefront of the audio side of things, but they're now pushing into integration of both audio and video. They're putting the V into the AV is the answer. So if you're interested in uh, that stock, and a lot of people are very bullish still on that one, execution risk is always uh, the issue with some of these stocks, uh, but it does look kind of interesting uh, this morning in uh, that respect. I must admit I'm not quite as uh, bullish or as barred up as some of the analysts out there, Shore and Partners and Morgan Stanley, both quite uh, positive on that one with price targets way above where they are currently. So uh, just uh, have a little look through that with Ordinate. Also in Henry's take today, just talking about Calix, pretty good uh, review yesterday for that FID. Uh, the stock is outperforming the market, which isn't saying a lot, uh, but uh, it is actually up today. It was up yesterday. Canaccord Genuity have a research piece out this morning. $10.50 they have a price target on Calix. But I have to say, once again, we still need to see the money and we do still need to see revenue, but it is a step in the right direction. Pilbara uh, gushing to the press 
about the new process in uh, the uh, lithium space, uh, talking about the spodumene concentrate, which at the moment contains around 5 and 6% lithium, as well as waste materials, silica and alumina. Uh, the uh, CEO of Pilbara, Dale Henderson, said the uh, renewable-powered uh, Calyx processing system would use phosphate-based reagent to produce a product with closer to 38% lithium. So some good news there, uh, but uh, as I say, the volumes still remain a little bit elusive for Calyx. Enthusiasm is there, but uh, not the volumes at the moment. Also a little bit of an update on some Harry Kane uh, potentials here with uh, Symbio uh, being under takeover from uh, SLC, Superloop. So there's a little bit of uh, detail there in the usual non-binding indicative offer from Superloop. It is a mixture of cash and shares. And we also, uh, just to give you a little bit of uh, a background, uh, PLL, Piedmont Lithium, which is, of course is shipping uh, spodumene concentrate from its uh, North America the NAL, the North American Lithium Project. Uh, just a picture there of what it actually looks like when they're um, shipping that ore. Uh, Liontown also with some good news today. Uh, the company is agreed to proceed with the delivery of direct shipping ore product to provide an early source of revenue. Of course, uh, an early source of revenue is good in respect of uh, the, uh, the funding gap that they have to some extent. Not a huge gap. Uh, the funding gap for Kathleen Valley. Also today, just a letter to the editor, as they say, uh, just looking at uh, why the currency at the moment is uh, is weak and what that means. It was not long ago that we were all keen to get the currency as weak as possible, as that helped our export industries. And I remember the iron ore price being at 180 or whatever it was, and the Aussie dollar being at parity, and everyone was uh, screaming, RBA Governor Glenn Stevens at the time, screaming from the rooftops that the RBA at parity was uh, destroying the economy. Now, of course, we got it at 66 cents, and uh, everyone's uh, screaming that it's so weak, but it is good for exporters. Looking across at the strategy piece today, uh, just, um, I guess I led with a picture of uh, Wiley Coyote going off a cliff, followed by Roadrunner, and suggesting, are we having a moment uh, the moment, of course, yesterday was the uh, somewhat surprising timing of the downgrade by Fitch to AA plus for US credit. Not that it means an awful lot. Bear in mind the S&P uh, did downgrade such, uh, around 2011 and we did shrug it off after a little while. But it does now leave Moody's as the only ratings agency to have the US as AAA. Of course, we did get the usual uh, plethora of talking heads on CNBC saying it was disgusting, prosperous, uh, unwarranted, ill-timed, you name it, they had an adjective for it. And of course, that has really upset the US. Uh, but I did uh, take the opportunity, I guess, uh, being Mr. Floppy, to some extent, sold out both our uh, S&P uh, 500 hedged uh, ETF, the IHVV, and also slightly badly timed in retrospect, the GEAR ETF as well on the ASX 200. A uh, small loss there uh, and locking in that 14% profit in the S&P hedge. Quite happy to come back and revisit the uh, the whole strategy portfolio when things settle down. At the moment, we don't have anything in the ideas portfolio and we don't have anything in the one-stop portfolios. We have resisted the temptation to be uh, very Australian and put Macquarie in there. It has been uh, a little bit disappointing since the AGM. I'm really happy to have been cautious heading into the AGM 
and uh, not being involved there. Also, just a little piece today, one of my favourite TV programmes uh, was a show called Newsroom, which was written by Aaron Sorkin, of course, who was uh, the gentleman behind West Wing. And our Newsroom is a few years old. It came out in 2012 to 2014, three seasons. But it did have an interesting scene at the beginning of season one where the, uh, the anchor the Will McAvoy character played by Jeff Daniels was asked in a university panel by a student what makes America the greatest country in the world and uh, he said it's not it's not the greatest country in the world but it could be Um, an interesting speech certainly worth listening to and watching it it is very well written Uh, but it goes I guess to the hub of it in terms of calling out America because the Fitch ratings although it may be ill-timed ill-considered ill-advised etc pick your adjective but it also uh, has shone the light I guess on the ugly secret and that no one really wants to talk about which is the US debt levels which continue to push higher and higher Fitch of course focused on that and the January 6th events as the reason for their downgrade but certainly US debt levels at the moment are uh, very elevated and show no signs of coming uh, down and of course we do get those ugly signs when we get the Democrats and Republicans arguing on the hill about the debt ceiling. So uh, as there was in uh, that show and uh, Jeff Daniels, Will McAvoy, the character got sort of suspended, sent on holiday, but it certainly was a moment of reflection and maybe the Fitch ratings uh, move is also a moment of reflection and maybe the Will Coyote uh, running off the cliff followed by the roadrunner sitting there and watching uh, is a timely reminder that uh, you know the US market has run very, very hard. It is very, very overbought. That is unwinding to some extent. We have got through results season. It is still summer silly season, and you can't blame people for taking money off the table, locking in those gains, especially given the economy was supposed to be in a recession. The world was coming to an end. The US markets have performed pretty well. Uh, and as a result, I have, as I say, de-risked and have no positions and quite happy to sit around and watch from the sidelines for the moment. Of course, you can always go back in to the market as well. But uh, just at the moment, just being a little bit cautious, I have to say. Uh, rightly or wrongly, we shall find out. But uh, we did sell the NASDAQ ETF a little while ago. Uh, that certainly has uh, been underperforming, shall we say. We kept hold of the S&P 500 on a relative basis because it had underperformed. But it has shown cracks now. Of course, we do get the big jobs number on Friday from the US. That could be another piece in the jigsaw puzzle, but uh, certainly happy to lock in some money. And I think other players in the space at the moment happy to do the same. So although the Fitch rating downgrade doesn't mean a big lot in the scheme of things, uh, but it does maybe just, as I said, shine the light on a problem the US has. Although, you know, given that its uh, major enemies, Russia and China, aren't doing exactly brilliantly, it is striding around the globe like the Colossus at the moment. And uh, it does look uh, in the land of the blind, as they say, the one-eyed, eye, the one-eyed man is king, but uh, the man still only has one eye. So just something to bear in mind, a little bit of caution perhaps creeping in. Time to lock it down and uh, just to take stock of where we are and how far the US market has come. Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Don't forget, we have asked the analyst on Friday the 11th at 5.30 on uh, the Eastern Seaboard in Sydney. So that will be on a new platform. Love to see you there. Love to uh, get your registration for that. Uh, And that will be a reporting season special. It is the first week of reporting season. We haven't had a lot so far. 
Uh, Credit Corp is one of the big ones that we've dropped so far. But of course, next week, things really do ramp up and life should get interesting and even more busy than it currently is. That's it. Have a great day. Back again this afternoon.